0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it.
0: I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again.
1: Incredible guests, Sherry great stories from your favorite teams coming this year find us on the odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts
0: we've got our take cannons loaded and ready ready absolutely dominant on deep routes absolutely dominant on short the routes boys are back excellent separation against man coverage this is reception reception the show
1: Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Co. Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception, the show. As we head into, can you believe it, week number
0: 15? Matt, it's crazy <laughs> stuff. I know, man. Yeah, we're we're definitely coming down the home stretch. Uh, like I've said, if, if last few shows, I feel like you know that the amount of um, all day workday Sundays for for us are are slowly but surely fading away. But uh, I do think it's. It's been a fun year. You know, I think this week 14 slate was, um, I don't know that it was as much of a banger as week 13. You know, there wasn't as as many like big, big games or anything like that. But I do think there's some like, and we'll obviously get into a bunch of them here, but there's a lot of like takeaways to come out of week 14. A lot of things to break down that are important for, I don't know, not just, I feel like not just for the playoffs, but also like for these few teams, like their future and and stuff like that. So I, I did think it was a very fascinating week of games. I
1: totally agree with you. And I think there's a lot of topics that we're going to hit on to kind of just not only talk about the takeaways from this week and this season, but also, as you mentioned, kind of taking a look forward into 2023, I I think it's fair to talk about Tom Brady's future, Debo's future. You know, what does Tua look like? As a matter of fact, you know, I I think that's a big talking point um, as we go into week number 15. But I kind of want to start there in Dallas because (laughs) we joke around, Okay, T.Y. Hilton gets, you know, signed. It's like, okay, well, who cares? Right. But. Right, it's like if I could put my tinfoil hat on for a second, I look at the Ty Hilton signing, and then you hear some of the, the 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 back reports of like, okay, Dallas took a look at some of Odell's, you know, medicals, and maybe they didn't really like what they see. So it's like. And I think that's important because, remember, Dallas came in hot and Mm -hmm. bothered looking for Odell, man. So I don't know. What were your kind of takeaways on that T.Y.
0: Hilton deal? Well, I don't think we have to put the tinfoil hat on. I mean, Dallas (laughs) has pretty much leaked out that they were concerned about the medicals, which, by the way, if I was Odell and his people, I'd be pissed that, like, I go to Buffalo, nothing. I go to New York, nothing. As soon as I go to Dallas, oh, loose slip. Derek Jones and the boys are, are leaking out that yeah, the medicals not looking great. Um, because I also I like I think that the medicals are probably um an issue. It's also probably an issue. You know that he's on like what is LeBron's stupid show the the barber the barbershop show? Or it's called the shop. It is yeah, the shop. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey hey, hold on hold on hold on. Don't call it stupid
1: because. Our our guy Marcus Grant his wife works on that show we we can't oh, be talking true. noise can not be talking noise about the shop cannot do I'll it. take it back. Cannot do the it. Okay, fan good. that
0: fantastic outlet Curtis, uh, the shop uh, which is produced by a wonderful wonderful woman <laughs> Jesse's fantastic she's working on the show great stuff yes. Perfect. love good. it yes. anyways okay good he's in the he's in the barbershop or whatever and uh, he's saying like what does it even i don't what's it matter if i play in the regular season who who cares basically and I mean that just is a weird thing to say. It's also just you know there we know there's a contract issue. We know that he wants to get yeah, paid like right right right. You know, he wants to get paid up upfront money. He wants to get paid whatever. Like that was the whole thing with the Rams that he got pissed at the Rams. Did Odell Beckham that they didn't want to give him like the Michael Gallup deal right? Like Michael. It's funny again that we talked about this with the Cowboys that they gave Michael Gallup like a five year deal, knowing that hey we're not going to get anything out of this guy early in 2022. Um, it, I, he, we probably won't get fully formed Michael Gallup until 2023, but we don't care because we believe and we love, and we really value the player. And the right. fact, I think that Odell was pissed that the Rams didn't have that same vibe towards him. And I think they're still, he's still looking for somebody to give them that. So I think the medicals are part of it, but I, I am also, I, I guess I will put my tinfoil hat on and say that I'm sure it's not just the medicals that they're bothered by it's probably a con it's probably a contract thing and they don't want to pay him sight unseen which I, I you can kind of go both ways on it like i i get it the fact that we have seen about 500 uh odell speculation tweets from insiders <laughs> and 0. <laughs> 0. 0.0 like workout hype videos or even him running right. a damn route on instagram uh, mm-hmm. you know like that's that's troubling that's troubling, right. that's troubling.
1: I just feel like when he was talking about, oh, I don't even need to play in the in the regular season. You know, that's like, that's like when you ask a girl out and she rejects you, and you're like, ah, you know what? I, it's cool. Like, I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to go out with her. Honestly, honestly, I, it was just more yeah. of like, uh, it was just a thing. Uh, you know, I, yeah. now that I think about it, I, I really didn't want to go out with her, anyways. You know what I mean? It's like it was one of those. It was like, uh huh, yeah, all right, sure, Odell. Right, right, right. Yeah, you right. don't want to play in the regular season. Mm-hmm, Yep, okay. And I, also,
0: I like. Yeah. Yes, you do. Like, remember, it took him. (laughs) It took him a little bit to get integrated into the Rams offense last year. And like, nobody has better things to say about Odo Beckham as a player than I do. I mean, I I love Beckham as a player. I think he is. You know, I, I talk about him in reception perception all the time as a guy who still owns like several of the best success rate versus man coverage scores ever recorded. I think he's still number one in success rate versus press coverage all time from his rookie season. I mean, he's a legendary talent. And last year I 100% maintain, and even guys like Cooper Cup have said, like we don't go to the Super Bowl without that Odell Beckham addition last year. Yeah, you know, and he was on his way to like moonwalking into the Super Bowl MVP discussion because of how he was playing in that game versus how they were defending – the Bengals were defending Cooper Cup. So, but he, had, he got with that team like what, week – was it week 10, week 9, something like that last year? And it wasn't as if he was firing on all, all cylinders right. right away. It took a few games for him to sort of get ramped up and get fully integrated in the offensive for them to be like, all right, Beckham's best spot here is as that backside X receiver, running dig routes, stuff like that. He can unlock a new dimension for us, but again, it took some time for them to get there. So the idea that he could, I don't know, sign with the team and then like just be playing on wild card round, which is kind of the timeline that like Micah Parsons said that he he told them there that oh he'd be ready by by uh, the first you know f- five weeks from now, which would be the first round of the playoffs, whatever. Um, yeah, I just don't know that I buy that. I don't know that I buy yeah. that. As great as a player he is when he's healthy, as great as a player as he is, I don't know if I buy that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he—I know he wants the whole Michael Gallup treatment, but you got to understand—he's 30 years old, you know, obviously significantly older than Michael Gallup, and also two ACL tears on the same knee. Right. That is troubling to say the least, uh, especially given his age at this point in his career. All right, so we'll move on from that, man. And but well, it, hey, just one is, one last yeah, one last ahead.
0: thing on on the on the whole Beckham and the Cowboys thing, like and i know they obviously they signed ty hilton so they in some way think like we do we actually we need a wide receiver right also by the way shout out to our guy jalen tolbert who was just like not just can't can't sniff the field on this team (laughs) does he exist
1: like does he exist who who knows
0: um i know at several times this year we have especially early in the year we were Really hammering the point that, like, yeah, the Cowboys need wide receiver help bad, man. Because remember, they were running out CeeDee Lamb and a bunch of goofballs like the first two weeks. Of the remember Den- remember Dennis Houston and Semi who the hell? Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> remember those days, but I'd make the case that right now, like, the Cowboys yeah. don't really need. I know they're coming off a weird game against the Texans, but I don't right. think they really need another wide receiver. Like, I don't think they need somebody as high, like, T.Y. Hilton, whatever. I think he's just going to be like a role player for this team, maybe be like a flanker slot hybrid guy, you know, maybe take some reps from Noah Brown, I, I guess. But um, I'd make the case that right now, I don't really see a need for another big time outside receiver because, you know, CeeDee Lamb's balling in his role in the slot. He's been awesome this year. Michael Gallup has been trending the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he's never going to be full-fledged Michael Gallup the rest of the season, I think he's still pretty good. And then Noah Brown has given them good play. You know, Dalton Schultz is there yes. as a tight end and and their their best stuff is when they, you know, sit back and run the football, man. That's when they look great is when Zeke and Pollard are popping off. So, I'm just not really sure like at this point that I, would it be nice to have a fully fledged, fully integrated awesome Odell Beckham into the team. I mean, yeah, who it's like like I see I talked to C. Lamb last week and he was like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have, I would 100% welcome that. I'd love that." But like do they need it? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they need it either, but it would be a nice addition to have. Um again, maybe he doesn't have that explosion deep downfield, but you know, C D Lamb kind of working 50-50 inside outside. Uh, I tell you what, when he does kick when he does kick outside, I think Odell also has the ability to kick inside uh, if that were to be the case, so it's it, he could be an interesting movable chess piece for them, somebody that's a little bit more explosive than Noah Brown. I, look, I like Noah Brown. I think he's a you know a fine you know rotational player, but certainly Odell Beckham uh, sure, would be an yeah. upgrade there. Uh, at, at least we would think. At, at least we theory, would think. It's all in yes. theory, right? <laughs> yes, it's all in theory for sure.